0: welcome to coaching through cancer a show for partners spouses friends and family of those fighting cancer daryl taylor is a certified coach a widower and father he knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis if you're in the battle of your life you are not alone this is the place for you This week I want to talk about the power of the word and. Last week we talked about the power of the word maybe, and we told the parable of the uh, farmer who, upon any event in his life, uh, whether others thought it was good or bad, he simply said maybe. And we talked about this um, place of being where you are not holding on to uh, how outcomes work out specifically, that you're open to all possibilities, um, uh, and, and that you don't put the weight of things being right or wrong on every event and circumstance that you uh, experience. You treat them as being neutral. So with the power of the word and, apart from it hooking up words And phrases and clauses the word and like the word maybe can be a powerful and transformative impact on how we think and feel you actually use this all the time without noticing you do it with negative thoughts to great effect it's called catastrophizing by some basically assuming the worst possible outcome or outcomes We've all done this. You're applying for a job, for instance. You imagine blank stares while you're in the room, furious note-taking, maybe a technical assessment question, and you are completely stumped. You walk out thinking, it could have been worse, only to notice toilet paper on your shoe. Your brain, if it's negative, will show you every negative scenario in the multiverse. But if you try to imagine a positive outcome, you will get, at best, one path to success. When trying to rewire this unhelpful process that the brain automatically goes through, the use of Ann can create a multiverse of possible positive outcomes. Instead, for the interview... What if you allowed for there to be a room full of smiling faces and nodding heads? Laughter when you crack the joke that everyone gets. And maybe a wink and a finger point as you leave the interview room. Why doesn't this set of thoughts occur naturally? Why does it have to be so forced and so intentional? Well, for one, the primitive part of your brain is helping you by keeping you safe, right? The primitive part of the brain failing because you never tried is actually safer and preferable to trying and failing. Less risk to stay where you are, conserve energy and be miserable is the preferred state of your primitive brain rather than venturing into the unknown. You do this, Your brain does this with big life-altering decisions, and it does it with mundane daily tasks, like making a phone call or responding to an email. Another odd thing about this is you will actually be miserable if you do nothing and fail 100%. But if you face your irrational fear, the chances of finding joy and happiness, or just plain old good times, is really, really exceptionally high. For many of us, there are no real dangers anymore. Not, not the kind that the primitive brain is trying to, or is designed or evolved to, to protect you from. Most often, it's the fear of feeling bad, of being hurt, or disappointed, or embarrassed. But it feels real as real as really being in that room for the interview. In fact, it feels so real in most every case. Once you actually sit down for it, in this case, the interview, and complete the interview or the phone call or the email response, it never feels as bad as you imagined it. In the early 70s, there was this uh, uh, cartoon that came on in between... uh, Kids programming called Schoolhouse Rock. Um, it's kind of a children's educational cartoon. And they did an episode called Conjunction Junction What's Your Function? And the lyrics went Conjunction Junction, What's Your Function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. It was that catchy music and the simple cartoons that made topics like learning how to properly use conjunction or what is the life of a bill turning into a law, which was probably the more famous one, Um, really, really memorable, right? The song said, and is additive, like this and that. And that's kind of what we want to do with our thoughts, right, adding them together, right? Like I said, a lone positive thought about how things might go is one thing, But if you can really be curious and look at it from all the different possibilities or at least consider more possibilities when you're facing a difficult situation or something that brings up discomfort or something that brings up fear, right? To sort of balance out all the different possibilities that automatically get played out in your mind when you're thinking negative thoughts. Really, really helpful. to to be curious about what are the many different options that are available to me. It's not this or that, right? It's this and that, and maybe that, and maybe some of that as well. In a basic way, thoughts are just words, phrases, clauses, sentences that run through your brain. When faced with a fear that paralyzes, Intentionally allowing for multiple hopeful positive outcomes, really considering them as being as real, as valid, as possible as some of the negative scenarios that you might generate. For instance, the job interview might also be fun. Uh, It might be that you're the best candidate. It might be that you're able to connect with people quickly and easily just because the negative thoughts were there first doesn't mean that they have any rights to occupy that space and used in this context becomes a power tool that links many more useful thoughts together thereby shaping your feelings your actions and your results so that when it's time for that interview You've considered all the possible scenarios in which you are a stellar candidate and the interview goes well or better than expected, or that you are more capable than you feel when you first have your negative thoughts. It allows you to show up differently, show up with more confidence, your throat is not as dry, your voice doesn't crack. When your voice doesn't crack, you don't get nervous that your voice cracked and begin to stutter or forget responses to to questions, right? It all just flows better um, when you start out from a place where you feel comfortable, right? Or at least more realistic about your your possible outcomes in the situation, right? After all, they called you for an interview, right? So you look good on paper, show up, look good in person. Another practical outcome is you're going to feel better overall, right? So when we allow the negative thoughts to sort of like weeds sort of crowd out everything else growing in the garden of our mind. Um, We develop low-level anxiety, which can grow to high-level anxiety, which can grow to being overwhelmed, you know. Um, And and by balancing this out, you know, you're actually going to feel better overall. And when you feel better overall, you're going to feel safe. And you're going to feel more in control of that emotion and sensation. This way of thinking is more expansive and allows for more creativity and sets the stage for you to emotionally and energetically to take actions that are supportive of how you want to feel before and after or whether we get or don't get that job or any other thing that you're working on. And it's the solution to all the black and white thinking that leads to so much frustration and depression sometimes. And can embrace the unknown and plays nice with things that are not clearly defined. What else is good? This is far more realistic than having your mind filled up with one catastrophe after another. What else is good? You will be more familiar with how your fear presents itself in your thoughts and feelings. You will ultimately have less fear and less fear of feeling fear right, than you do when you don't take on this practice. What else is good? You will create A, better results for yourself, and B, be more content and resolute with any outcome, positive, quote-unquote, positive, or negative. So, in the case of the interview, whether you get the job or not, right, you can walk out of that interview saying, okay, went better than I thought, Didn't get the job, but that was a really helpful interview for me to get practice and to get more clear on some of my responses and to really dial in and find a company that is the best fit for me and them, right? The takeaway, the disposition coming out of that same environment when you master your emotions and your thoughts is going to be entirely different and it'll change how you proceed from that point forward. So try using and in your daily life. I do some journaling or writing. Um, that writing is more of a written rant sometimes, but it's whatever's on my mind, just thoughts, kind of stream of consciousness writing. And I'll analyze some of the major or recurring thoughts, and then I'll do a coaching model, like we've talked about before in prior episodes. Depending on what comes up, I'll process emotions around what I'm feeling at the time. I usually finish with a few sentences or thoughts written out about how I'd like to feel, and I stay curious on this topic. I coach myself, maybe get coaching on it from another coach. There are two keys for the whole process for me. One is staying curious about it all. Why these thoughts? Why now? What can I learn? How would I like to feel now and in the future about this? What are my values? How can they be adhered to or expressed within this context? The other is to be gentle with myself. I don't beat myself up if I haven't figured it out yet, and I'm still fearful. I allow myself to be a beginner, to be human, knowing that I'm on the path of continued self-improvement, and allow that I have something of value to share with others, even at this exact moment in my life. There's a quote that I heard recently that I love. It says that, Courage is not the absence of fear, but the decision that something else is more important. If you want to start using the power of Anne, or maybe, to transform your life in small and big ways, contact me for a consultation or mini coaching call. Uh, We can talk for uh, a bit and find out what your interests are, what your needs are, and see if we're a good fit to work together. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U.com.